Welcome to episode 14. Yeah, that sounds say right. 14. Who says 14? Who says is there a right way to split that word up dramatically? 14. 14. 14, I think sounds right. 14. Boring. I threw an extra T in there. Anyway, hi, I'm Max. I'm Danielle. Uh, we're going to talk about Regina today. That's one way not to rhyme. Just yeah, uh, concentrate Screw on the number. Screw up on for saying, a long the, time. saying the number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Regina today. Um, sure are. Regina is one of the first pop singers that I ever got into who was like an offbeat track, like really? what, what what we would call an offbeat track now. Yeah, um, she. I don't. I don't even remember how I discovered Regina. But um, I think you were the one who introduced me to Regina. I became so. like bizarrely obsessed with her when I was a junior in high school. I didn't, remember, I couldn't tell you how I, I found her, but I, I like after this was the early days of eBay, mm. and I tracked down a copy of Curiosity, um, the CD, and yeah, I was, I was, I was hooked. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I found out through you, which was probably right when you were obsessed, like junior, mm-hmm. your junior year of high school. Yep. Yeah. Probably yeah, about yep. that time. I suppose we should date that for people who have no idea how old we are. This would this would have been like 2002, probably. Yeah. I want to say it was yeah, junior or sophomore year of uh, high school. But yeah, somewhere in there. I, I, I discovered Regina, got obsessed, got a copy of the CD and was hooked. And this is like... This was the first, one of the first I remember listening to that was somebody that was not necessarily like a big star, but yeah. it was just so unflinchingly, unforgivingly 80s. It is this very 80s. And that's, I love her so much very for Very 80s. Um, a little background on her. Her real name is Regina Richards. She was born in Brooklyn, another New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We They're feature, everywhere. What I know. are you going to do? We feature a lot of Germans and a lot of New Yorkers on this show. If I have it, if I have it my way, we're going to have more Germans. <laughs> I know you do love the Germans. <laughs> we had Richard Marx. He was from Chicago, so there's there's one we had. Uh... He sounds German, doesn't he? <laughs> Damn it! Uh, yeah, Regina Richards, born uh, in Brooklyn, New York, mm-hmm. um, and did not again one of these folks who broke into music. This is like a thing when you when you come into prominence, like in the early to mid '80s, like you just launch into music right out of college. Like you do mm-hmm. college, and then you go into music. It's, I, yeah, she was. I like don't a, think that happens anymore. She was a theater student at some college up there and she huh. like had a band that was called as the new wave band called Regina and the Red Hot. Yeah, Regina Richards and Red Hot. Yes. And yeah. and uh, of course um you know who the drummer was? Stephen Bray. Good old Stevie Bray who Yeah, and that's going to be a theme I think here. She's very Madonna like. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're there's we're gonna we're parallels. gonna hold off on this conversation. Yeah, there's so, a lot of Madonna parallels. I don't I don't I don't understand this comparison, but we'll 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 get what, there. Um, so yeah, she she's in a band uh, with Stephen Bray as the drummer called mm-hmm. Regina Richards and Red Hot. Few new wave singles um, on AM Records, um, and like they they were like hardcore though. They like they played CBGB. Yeah, and like they some were of the other like well known. The real punk. deal. Yeah. I kind of didn't. I listened to some of their stuff. I didn't love it. I felt like Let's, it didn't uh, go as hard. We can do, as we'll we do a little uh, Regina Richards and Red Hot montage here to give people an idea of what she sounded like in I guess her early days. <laughs> you yeah. might call it that. Don't need you So yeah, Regina Richards and Red Hot. 
And I, all that stuff I think was around 82, 83 when, when she was doing that. So yeah, she's like, you know, she's a kid. She's 20, 21 oh, yeah. years old. Very young. Um, Regina became a songwriter mm-hmm. pretty quickly after that. Um, when, when I guess she wanted to separate herself from the rock band. I don't, I don't really know why she sprung out on her own or maybe she just kind of didn't want the attention herself. I don't know what the deal was. I, I, that yeah, often I think- is what it is. I think. Yeah, I, I, and this will come up later, but I don't think she really loved the uh, the stardom of being an actual star and being like I, she she saw herself as more of a writer, I think, as always in the background. Uh huh. And I mean that that changes later, clearly. So yes, uh, yeah, briefly, it's probably what that is. She wants to be more in the background. Um, Regina, after a few years of of being a, a writer and writing songs here and mm-hmm. there and pitching them left and right to people, uh, actually gets a record deal signed with Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said, girl, we want you to do your own album. Girl. Yep. And Regina was like, oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and at this time, you have to realize, like, she's she's pretty close with Stephen Bray, who also at this time is very close with Madonna. Correct. She does background go- vocals on Madonna's demo. She like Madonna came to her. Madonna came to her for help because she was technically bigger at that point. So she's trying to get her name out there. Madonna's trying to get a deal. And she's like, hey, Regina, Stephen. Let's do some stuff. So Madonna at this point is looking to Regina. Wait, at what point was Madonna or was Regina this bigger was, than Madonna? This was like in the demo phase. They weren't bigger, oh, but oh. she had gotten Regina had gotten a little bit further. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. This is like the Regina and the Red Hot stage. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Like Madonna, so we're, we're still in like '81. Yeah, Madonna's okay. cla- so at this this is important because it's um, a little bit on that at this at this point Madonna's like. Regina's got it going on. She's got her shit together. So, so you know, Regina's helping her at this point. So, mm-hmm. and we get to like, you know, 85, 86, where they kind of converge at the same time. Right. Into- because, I mean, Madonna obviously shot off like a rocket. Yeah, yeah, Regina yeah, yeah, did yeah. not. She was with Regina and the Red Hots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did. I read one. I found one source that said that they recorded in like the same building. Like they were recording in similar studios on the hall. That was the only like connection I could ever confirm like between the two of them. That's interesting that you found that. Yeah, that she, um, she did some background vocals. At yeah, least. and I mean, okay, I guess we can have this conversation now. I kind of would like to get through uh, playing a clip of Baby Love first, yes. because I think that is important first. But yeah, Regina's first single on Atlantic Records, this is like her being Regina, known as one named artist Regina. Um, she releases this song, Baby Love, which mm-hmm. she wrote. And I've read that she like pitched this to Madonna and other artists. Again, I can never confirm that. I think that's just probably junky hearsay. I mean, I'm sure she did pitch it to other artists. But I, yeah, yeah. You, you read. I, I don't know that you should believe these things you read on music blogs where it's like Madonna rejected this song. and Because I, yeah, I think that's bullshit. I think Madonna at the original thing would have just taken whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But the, I mean, again, but. Madonna didn't need that kind of thing at this point. Where no. This is yeah, 1986. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, 1986, uh, Regina releases Baby Love, her very first single, mm-hmm. um, co-written with Stephen Ray. Of course. Um, and backing vocals by Sia Garrett. I did not know that. Yeah, there you go. Huh. Um, but uh, yeah, she wanted to sell it, ended up recording it herself, and uh, it did quite well for her. She had a number 10 single with it on the Hot 100. Oh, yeah. It was a big record. Um, Everyone thought, and this would come up later, that she was just a Madonna copycat because that's what happens. And I don't hear it that much. I don't hear. No, I don't either. I Um, I I don't. I I don't get this. Every you can't find any piece of literature about Regina 
without Madonna being mentioned. Yeah. I And I just don't get it. I mean, to me, they don't sound anything alike. The way they sing is completely different. And I don't even think the music is that similar. I mean, I guess... Yeah. I don't know. To me, Regina and this this one album, Regina only had this one album, Curiosity, in, mm-hmm. in 1986, 87, whenever it was released. And to me, like this album is like Meringue. It is very light, very, yep. very fluffy. Madonna's stuff was a little bit... It's not even that it was like better produced or anything. It's just it's it's a little harder, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, I'll give Regina you that. Regina was I mean, really, really light and airy, and and I just to me it's totally different, and I don't get the comparison. I think it's more of a it's less about the actual substance of the music and more about Madonna is huge as a human being, as just an entity. So she's you're coming out at that point. I feel like every female singer at some point was like, well, you're just trying to be Madonna. Right. And right. I think that it just happened to land on her. I agree. And probably just because of the Stephen Bray connection. I mean, too. you still get that with people like, you just want to be Madonna. Like Lady Gaga just wants to be Madonna. Right. And yeah. As I, much as you want to. I think a lot of that, thankfully, has died down. I think we're. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's evolved a little more. <laughs> I think that we've proven but, that, that that's not, that was not yeah, the case. Yeah, but I mean, either. you still get that. But Everyone I've, wants to be Madonna. I found an article from the Los Angeles Daily News. This was October 7th, 1986. This was published. And it's an interview with Regina. Mm-hmm. And again, still, the, um, the, the Madonna comparisons are everywhere. But Regina actually talks about her connections with. Madonna wow. in this uh, album. Um, it's this album, or this album, this article says that Regina's first band, of course, Regina and the Red Hots, they rehearsed at a place called the Music Building, which was a factory in New York's fashion district that was converted to rehearsal lofts. And when Madonna first came to town, she and Stephen Bray took a studio down the hall from Regina's. Cool. So this is the only like confirmed connection I can yeah. ever find. Um, and she actually says, uh, this, the, whoever wrote this article says that Stephen Bray, um, after becoming Regina's drummer, um, Madonna went to Regina and said, God, you're so lucky. How did you get your deal? So I don't know if Regina told the, mm. the interviewer that that happened or what, what the deal was, but this, that's the, this is like the one confirmed, uh, connection I have. And this, this, you know, she goes on and on and on comparing Regina to Madonna instead of talking to Regina about her music, of course. Oh. But I thought this was uh, specifically hilarious, giving my taste. Um, this is about halfway through the article. Yeah. She brings up, uh, quote, another singer who has encouraged comparisons to Madonna, which would be the fabulous Stacey Q. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yep, that's... Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, and then she oh. actually, it's funny because she actually goes into a bit of Stacey Q's history. I'm going to link this article on here too, but yes, I love... Yeah, but I think... I love Stacey Q, obviously. I mean, at some point, if you are a female doing pop music that has a little bit of a dance, whatever, you're going to get compared to Madonna, especially at that time, because that was that was the gold standard at the time. So everyone is just trying to be Madonna. You sound just like Madonna. This um, this writer also noted she she says uh, this is clearly an opinion, but she says it seems that many of the Madonna inspired singers are filling the dance pop gap that was created when she went on to more mature pop sounds on her latest album, True Blue. There may be a little bit of truth to that, yeah. um, but I mean, do you think True Blue is really that different than Like a Virgin? And the, I mean, the first album to me is completely different than yeah, Like a Virgin. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't. Anyway, another conversation for another day. Yeah, here we are talking about Madonna during the Regina episode. God, see, it's yeah. so easy. Um, Regina, uh, so Baby Love, yeah, 1986. But mm-hmm. uh, my favorite thing about Regina, by the way, is her look. Oh yeah, she had this really, really signature look. She she would take these like 
pieces of fabric and she would twist them up in her hair and it looked like she would use those um did your when you were a kid did your mom ever use those hair rollers that are like they were like rubber sticks almost that had like a bendable metal inside. Oh, yeah. I hated yeah. those. Yeah, I, that, I think that's probably what Regina was using in her hair. And she was like making big hair loops and putting mm-hmm. fabric over them. Yeah, she had this this wild hair that looked like tubes going everywhere. It was so cool. Yeah, she was very unique. Had a very, that. very unique style. Mm-hmm. And she would wear these giant like MC Hammer parachute pants too. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Right. Live while you're young, Regina. That's right. Regina's second uh, single off of her Curiosity LP is Beat of Love, released in late 1986. Um, this was it did not chart too well. It was a number 40 on the Dance Club charts. Didn't chart Hot 100 at all. Um, Curiosity, yeah, by the way, she wrote all of these songs on Curiosity, yeah. worth noting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, Beat of Love is... It's an interesting song. It's got a smooth little guitar melody thing. It's it's an interesting little pop song for that time, but I mean, I can see why it wasn't huge. Yeah, and I think it was kind of interesting to um, market that as a dance song. I mean, I, I guess it's sort of a club song. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I, just, but I, I don't know. It's not, to me, it's more radio pop. Yeah, and it just never caught on, I guess. And uh, I think Regina actually mentions that in that article that we laid, that's how there's like an odd connection between dance and pop and like how the two blend together and it's hard to separate them at that time so interesting to see like a firsthand 1986 mm-hmm. perspective on that but yeah i mean beat of love works as a dance song yeah it's fine it works She released the single Say Goodbye, mm-hmm. uh, which um, was written for Kenny Rogers, yeah, I know. which is I hilarious. <laughs> she, wrote, she wrote it with Kenny Rogers in mind. And then I listened to it because I'd never heard it. I listened to it and I was like, you know, and I can see this. Right? I could you totally, could totally see hear the, like, I wish Kenny would go on and like record this. Like, can you imagine the gambler doing this song? It would be amazing. I feel like at that point you'd be like, there's this Regina song she wrote with you. And he'd be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is Regina? I know what what an odd clash of worlds. Kenny Rogers mm-hmm. and Regina. I love yeah, it. There it is. Welcome to the eighties. She only puts out one more single off of Curiosity called Head On. I mean, this song is just like so forgettable. <laughs> Bless her yeah. heart. I actually wrote down notes about it, but I don't remember what it sounds like. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of got the, it's kind of got a little freestyle thing going on. Just, just, I mean, as much as anything could possibly be freestyle in this album. Yeah, it's like I said, this album is meringue. It is marzipan. It is so. It does not linger in the mind. Yeah, it is. Uh, I like light and fluffy. I just, I listened to it so much when I was impressionable that I still remember these songs. It's just so weird. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for me, I never really, I'd listen to Baby Love a fair amount, but I mean, the rest of it. Yeah, well, (laughs) probably a couple people, but. Well, screw them. I agree. Like, get off his podcast. Just kidding. (laughs) No, please keep listening. We love you. We love you. Don't listen to me. I'm crazy.
the rest of the album is very, uh, I can see why it kind of disappeared after BB Love. BB Love. True one hit wonder. Because she never really yeah, that's right. Another... She was a true one hit wonder. I mean, if we're looking at the Hot 100. I mean, yeah, if you're looking at Hot 100, like top 40. Yes. She only had one. It's true. True one hit wonder. Um, I don't know if you came across this in your research of Regina, mm-hmm. but did you know that in 1987, Regina did a PSA with McGruff the Crime Dog? I did. And it like aired for years, apparently, too. Yeah. I don't remember it. Have you heard it and or seen it? Yes, I have. It's fantastic. I think... I think we can get away with this because it was a public service announcement. So, oh yeah, we're helping people not be on drugs. So here it we is. Here's it. here's the full one minute of it. Here's McGruff and Regina telling you not to do drugs. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> McGruff here with Regina to say users are losers. You know it's okay to say no. I'm telling you it's true. Learning when to say no. Say no. That's what you need to do. Learning how to say no. Say no. Rock can make a winner of you. Cause users are losers and losers are users. Rock. So don't use drugs. Don't use drugs. Winners don't use and users don't win. So don't use drugs. Don't use drugs. If you know a user even part of the time. There you go, Regina and McGruff. Yeah, it's pretty great. I mean it's it's a good it's a good question. Are all users losers? And are all losers users? Well, from every arcade game that I played as a child, uh, I was indeed led to believe that winners do not use drugs. Well, there you go then. I think we've solved that issue. 1988, she releases a single called Extraordinary Love, um, and I think this was, I think this was a stopgap single. I, I, I don't think you could go as far to say it was cut from the, uh, the first album, and I don't think it was intended for the second album, only because I think the sound doesn't quite fit um, with the one single we would get off of the second album that never came out, but we'll get there in a second. Yeah. Extraordinary Love is 1988. It's a very, it's freestyle, total freestyle dance. It's really number. fun. Yeah, it it's is. It's really Great fun. Great song. This is fun. She, um, by the way, uh, there is a, a picture sleeve for this and she's lost the, the tubey hair by now. Yeah. She's just doing her pretty long natural hair. Boring. Just kidding. You do you, Regina. Regina's last single, to date, still holding out for the comeback, mm. <laughs> would be 1990's Track You Down. This was from her unplanned uh, second album, um, which was supposed to be called Best Kept Secret, which I love. That's, that's such well, a, it certainly is, isn't that's it? That's such a good early 90s pop album uh-huh. name, right? Yes, and it was. You're right. It it's turned out so well kept. So well kept that we never <laughs> even heard it. Yep.
Um, I did actually find one unreleased track uh, from the Ooh. second album. Uh, it's called Up All Night. Yeah. Is it so, good? Yeah. I didn't sounds hear sounds that one. pretty 90s. She, I mean, she, her sound like was evolving. Good 90s? Or yeah, yeah, good 90s. Like, like she, she, like her, Enigma 90s? <laughs> her sound was evolving <laughs> okay. by then. So, I mean, she was, she was clearly keeping up with the times, but. That's good. Yeah, Track You Down did not chart, and so uh, I guess yeah, I, Atlantic tracked her down and said, you don't get an album anymore. Well, <laughs> I, found it, I found an article. I don't know if you maybe found this. I had to, like, because I wanted to see what she was doing, like, now. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened to her? Because, like, no one seemed to have cared on the internet. And uh, I found an article from her for two, from 2006 in the Augusta Chronicle. Whoa. apparently she lives in Augusta, Georgia. At least she did 10 years ago. That was the last thing I found of her. Wow. Yeah, um, and they she was talking about like why she quit music, like what happened, and uh, apparently there was a little bit of a fight with the label about the second album direction. Oh, she wanted more. She didn't see herself as the Regina baby love. She saw herself more as like a Regina and the Red Hots, and so she didn't want to go that dance direction. They just wanted basically baby love, an album of baby love, oh. over and over. And she was like, "I'm not into this." And apparently she like. Met some dude, got married, had kids, and she was like, well, if I'm going to choose between doing something I don't want to do or I can go be a mom, yeah, she went to be a mom. Well, bless her heart. In Augusta, no, Georgia. No, I, I never, the, the good find. I never found that article. You know, it took stuff. me a long time. I had to figure out what a married name was. It took a lot of weird um, tracking down. But yeah, she apparently married some guy in the army nice. and basically has been living all over the country. Um, but yeah, that was we what can it refine was. the article. We'll post it on the on the yeah, show page for this. She always she talked about how she every once in a while thought about like getting some studio space and cutting some new stuff. But let's do it. Let's start the Regina Kickstarter. Yeah, that was ten years ago. It's okay. I don't know. She's probably still thought about it. Yeah, I hope she's still in Augusta, Georgia, of all places. I hope she goes down to her basement every now and then and pulls out a keyboard and. Yeah, she has, sings, the article sings, did say she had a... a <laughs> sings Say Goodbye to Herself. <laughs> she had an acoustic guitar up against the wall that she said she messes with every once in a while. Oh, there I you know, go. it's cute. Yeah. That is cute. And I hope maybe if she does the reunion or if she does a comeback, we can get her to bring the hair tubes back too because those were so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they definitely aged well into the modern world. Well, that's right. Hey, look, that that look would totally go over now. I think it would I'm just now. saying. I might try yeah. it. Maybe I could pull it off one weekend. I think it'd have My to have the right enough. music with it <laughs> yeah you yeah you a coocher yeah, i'm not a coochering it'll get stuck in my hair <laughs> that's our little retrospective on regina oh yeah a very short-lived but wonderful 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 career and just a, an early obsession of mine danielle was just kind of plodding along with me on on these last two episodes yeah, with enigma I'm, and regina these are like this is like me diving into my childhood here Enigma's funny but i mean regina's cool i've never i've never been anti-regina it's cool like really seeing the getting to study the little aspects of regina yeah and i just there are so many little subtleties about her that i love i love the look the hair tubes obviously mm-hmm. i love that she made the front of her only album look like a magazine cover it does and like it the, does look the like the a track, fashion album the track oh. list was like yeah look what the articles were going to be inside yeah she's just yeah she's so cute and love her and great album um, yeah, so enjoy listening to it because we'll we'll put up a big YouTube oh, playlist with everything. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, in the meantime, please write us on our website, offbeattrackscast. Yeah, we dare dot com. you. We are also on Twitter at offbeattracks. Yeah, tweet at us. Tell us what you think about Regina, what your favorite track on this album is. Yeah. Hopefully you've been listening to Enigma for the last week so your brain is all charged <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, hopefully it, it 
charged up the right way. That's right. Until next time, I'm Max. I'm Danielle. See you later.